This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, for the first time ever, it's Hans. Hans, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, just in a non-dark room for the first time. I think for the first time ever, right? I'm not surrounded by just darkness. Like metaphorically or yeah. literally? No, that's still happening, but... Visually, well, you're 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 a lot like that meme where you see like the family around the dinner table and they're all looking off and it's like, look who came out of his cave. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, I just don't come out. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm still hey, in the cave. hey, listen, but hold on, slow down. I know you're very excited tonight. Don't talk over me. We have Mario Cuomo here with us. Good evening, boys. How are you doing, Mario? I'm fantastic, dude. I had a fucking really really solid day. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Sorry, guys. My doorman is calling me. Hans, you want to take the wheel here? You're on mute. Um, I have to I have to go collect something real quick. Get like, it done. Are... You're going to get yes. your pizza? Why don't, why don't we just stop the episode? Why are we recording <laughs> just the intro? Get it done. Just throw it at me. Yeah. So when does the tour start, Mario? Let's go there. Dude, Wednesday. Let's talk about that. Already? Sure. Yeah. So tomorrow is uh, my last day of uh, do nothing. And then we will cruise out to Iowa. Just a little baby drive. I think it's like fucking two and a half hours or something. And um, we'll kick it off in Iowa. Supposedly it's a nice place. Venue owner, super nice. And um, yeah, we'll see if it's uh, fun. I don't really how you guys, know. How you guys feel after oh, dude, we've been fucking, long break? We, we've been rehearsing enough, that's for sure. Like maybe a little too much. I thought like maybe I would lose my fucking voice just practicing mm. but um no it's been good i i mean it's we're tight we're tight now so it's like there's not much else you can do besides you know not fucking up that much at your house before <laughs> you leave well i guess also after something like bad happens if you're able to just come together if you like you guys are stronger even if yeah dude you know it's not so on purpose, true right? hans i completely agree i just want to show you guys my big old pizza here oh I got a straight, nice pizza. straight from the bellucci family that's right <laughs> rest in Is peace it, jim bellucci got, prepared this himself according to jim according to which jim. gym is it does it have weed or does it have coke in it which one of the two? Because <laughs> Jim you is know, like a weed guy, right? I will say I was looking. So New York City just banned Airbnbs. And I was looking at, hey, where can I find an Airbnb now? And there was one that was available. But the thing is, the new rule is that you have to own the property. You have to own it. And the owner has to be on the property with you. They have to be on the premises. Uh, that's, that's the great. worst kind. <laughs> yes. It's, it's So you have no privacy at all. You can't really enjoy it. And I oh, found this no. guy and I, I think it was called, um, he had decals all over his home for his podcast. And it was like cooking THC with tea. I, I probably have that name fucked up. I, and I found his YouTube channel and he just does all these like 40 view cooking videos where he infuses marijuana into, you know, um, sweets and pasta and bread and candy and all this stuff. And if you look at the apartment, it's like a very nice apartment and these giant like graphics all over the place of his face smiling. It seems very oh, I, like he had higher expectations than 40 views on YouTube where he's doing cooking videos with his mom. So yeah. I don't know. Hans, you want to look this up real quick? THC yeah. with tea? There's not. That's not a thing. I OK, well, why don't I put this pizza aside real quick and then okay. I will look it up before I hop back on the video. Sorry to interrupt. I'll be right nice. back. Yeah, so yeah, nice. Yeah. Interrupted the conversation so you can show you yeah, show yeah. us nothing. Didn't even show us a pizza. Didn't even show anything. <laughs> just the box. I'm sorry. That's what great. are you jealous? Are you jealous? <laughs> I have an olive black olive pizza here. All right, fine. Nah. I'll show you the pizza. Okay, let me good, I hope it falls. <laughs> it just falls off the box onto your keyboard. Here. All right. Let me we're in full screen here. There you go. There's Incredible. The, the that looks that, terrible. That, that looks like it's got rat dropping. That's not I don't I'm not a not fan. For the thumbnail. For the thumbnail. It's for the a, thumbnail. Yeah, Hans, can you soy face real quick for the thumbnail? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> where, what which way? Dude, my fucking my cousin my cousin just said he was soy jacking the other day. I was like, what the fuck? Why like, he said that? Yeah, he this was like, a... dude, I was straight up soy jacking at work. I was like, what the fuck? What does that mean? Saying, it's so know. it's so funny when you hear just regular people that you don't expect to be so online use those terms. So you're just like, wait, I don't even know what that means. How do yeah, you no, know what that means? He's, yeah. he's pretty he's pretty online. Like uh yeah, he's pretty he's pretty deep. 
So he's not just misusing terms like I do whenever I want to try to sound young. No, he's just... my uh, he's my cousin slash coworker, my guitarist uh, Nick or Dominic, or just uh, D Sack. Some call him Sack, and uh, he uh, he's a hardcore gamer, but he's been oh. working like you know forty hours a week now in the off season, and uh, now he's just doing the balancing act of like hardcore gaming and uh, busting his ass at a restaurant. So he's going to get a little break from that. And we're going to go play these songs and hopefully everybody has a good time. And we come home with a couple dollars. How, how long is it for? Ooh, I think it's about, I'm going to fuck this up. 10, 11 shows, 12 shows. Are you like busting that. it? Are you vanning it? Oh yeah. No, That's we cool. actually strapped a, uh, we're strapping a trailer to a fucking Ford Explorer. Great. So everyone's just going to be smelling each other's juices and farts. Dude, hopefully fucking not, dude. <laughs> that shit drives me crazy. Dude, if it was the East Coast, I would have taken my little ass Toyota and I would have just followed them. Like, I honestly wouldn't even have gave a fuck like a few hundred bucks in gas. My fucking car goes like really far without having to fill it up. And, uh, I would have just followed them just to have like my own space, my own yeah. fucking, I would have done that and just had my shit in the backseat. So if we do the East coast in the winter, if this one goes good, then I might do that. I might just do a little fucking caravan and follow them in my little Toyota. You better do an East coast tour. I want to see, I need to see some live performances this year. That would be amazing. That would be outstanding. We'll, do it. well for sure. New York, but I don't know, you know, Philly, New York, all the, all the goodies. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. How, it's been so long. I don't even know what these cities are like. I see videos of people in Philly fucking stabbing each other every day. I see, you know, I don't know what it's like out there anymore. I'll tell you what, it's not too bad in New York these days, although uh, I, there's there's been a little bit of concern since, um, you know, there are like 10,000 new North African migrants joining us per month. I'm sure that won't have uh, nice. a negative repercussion. Eric Adams is like freaking out about it. He's like, this will never be the same city again. Well, the the what's it called? The Hispanic uh, festi festivities this weekend were were going off harder than ever in Chicago. Hell yeah. Nice. All right, you got was... well, Mexican Independence Day, right? Hell yeah. She was yeah. Well, you were just off. complaining about that, right, Hans? You I was complaining about oh, like Costa Rican Independence Day. Well, yeah, you, you, would, you identify as Mexican. Though. Why'd you guys know. pick the same day? <laughs> I know. I don't, under, I don't understand either. I, I should know because I did go to high school, but it was so long ago that I don't remember. Is it like how why. Christmas is Boxing Day in Canada? I don't know. I honestly can't remember. I don't know. Because I think we're it's independency from the States, I think. That they tried to, which would have been a lot better. It would be like Panama would have more money, but uh, I'm not. I don't remember. It's been like, it's been like 20 years since I've cared about that, and I only cared because I had to because I was in school. <laughs> I honestly don't I have zero pride in that. Mario, <clears throat> on a completely separate note, not to just disregard everything you were just saying there, Hans. Yeah. I was going to say, have you considered touring um, your film? Oh, no, not at all, dude. I haven't even considered, like, putting it on something, like, bigger than, like, the TV in my room. So <laughs> I don't really know uh, what what to do with it. You know, it was my first uh, my first stab at, like, anything, uh, you know, scripted-ish. If you could even say it was scripted, it really wasn't. But um, I just kind of let these kids do their thing, my cousin and his good buddies. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't really know... I mean, yeah, I was looking up a couple little like horror festivals online and shit and uh, deadlines and all for that. I don't know what the rules are, but like, I'm just like, I, I wanted to just get something done, like, you know, try it and uh, just put it out there. So I kind of uh, had that that day set to upload it to YouTube, like in my head. And that just kind of helped me get get everything done on time. So, you know, editing and stuff took a little bit, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It was just my first uh, first go at it behind the camera, and uh, it was pretty fucking fun. So I would really like to do, you know, something something of that nature in the future for sure. Or um, you know, try something a little. I feel like because I did the uh, you know I did the like the POV thing, kind of felt like it was a little bit of a like an easier like introduction to filming something mm. as opposed to like you know trying to like handle a crew and fucking lighting guys and all this stuff that I have no 
like no knowledge of whatsoever. I was like, why don't I just try the thing that looks like it might be uh, more doable? So I uh, got done. Well, I think you did a bang up job, especially for a first stab at directing. You did a really excellent job at creating like a very defined atmosphere and giving a professional look to the found footage of it. I really enjoyed Thanks, what you dude. did with that. Um could be could be i mean i don't know if this would even make sense financially but i would do it if if i was in your position i would just put out videotapes of it i would do a very like a oh. very limited run of videotapes like probably just 10 videotapes and i would sell those and boom just to have them in the world i've been actually thinking tour. about that with you can sell um, them on tour too right yeah Bring I, them with well, you. but here's the thing here's the annoying thing about putting anything on a tape is you have to then sit down and watch it for the 30 minutes and it's just oh. 30 minutes okay and i get yeah sure to do that it's not this all right the computer is going to handle it for me and going to author it to the yeah. dvd so, so it's all very... those people that do the like when they put out like the batman and shit on vhs like that's how they're doing it yep oh my yeah. god i mean they <laughs> they probably have something timed or you know they're where they're not doing that immediately like they have that's like a sweatshop sweatshop of vhs fucking running just they like... would have to right but right? I, I mean and also to get your hands on even just a, even if if you got a, like a bulk order of blank tapes or something, that's still kind of pricey, and you mm. have to hope that the VHS is not gonna shit the bed. Because I've bought some of these custom made videotapes, and uh, let me tell you, you know, it's not always great. I had to like blow on it fifty times in order to get the tape to work. So people are probably gonna ask for their money back if it's a piece of shit tape. I don't no. know. It seems like a very risky process of uh, yeah. making some money, but. It's fun to own. I have the flash on VHS over here. Oh, you've yeah. also oh, I still got to see it. Still got to see it. You've also been collecting VHSs, right, Mario? So you oh yeah, know... Mario's responsible yeah. for my VHS. Um, uh, uh, you know, returning to that because I was done with it. I was out. I was like, you know, I don't even really watch most of these tapes now. I yeah. only watch VHS. Yeah. Well, at night, what's great is it shuts itself off. You know, like you don't got to like fucking that. turn anything off. You pass out. That's what I that's what I really, really like about do, that. Do you also have a shitty TV to watch it on or is it like a flat I screen? Yeah. I do. I just I actually just got one of those uh small ones with the built-in the built-in VHS player on the bottom. Like those uh the little square black mm -hmm. ones. Yeah, yeah. I just got one of those. So I've been fucking around with that a little bit. But um yeah, they do uh it is, you know, it gives you the whole the whole package when you're watching on that little shit box. One thing that I've been doing a lot lately, this is my new nighttime ritual, is to pull up the Amazon internet browser app on my Fire Stick and go to archive.org and watch old TV broadcasts of things. So I think I might have said this on the show before. I found a CBS Movie of the Week broadcast from 1981 of The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. There's also the, um, I'm going to be doing Perfume Nationalist on October 11th, which is going to be The Shining. The Shining book, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep book, and then also the Mick Garris Shining TV miniseries that was on ABC. Dear God. So yeah, that's that why you were watching that, huh? Yes. Yeah, so I did six hours of that with commercials, and those commercials were like such a breath of fresh air between all the bad acting and Stephen Weber trying not to do his best Jack Nicholson impression. That's um, nice. So that archive.org has tons of VHS uploads and TV broadcasts that have been safe to that there's a bunch of monster vision with joe bob um on there as well and that's just been like a good resource to get away from youtube basically yeah i gotta check Something that out that. that's good stuff um so we are talking about horror tonight and this is going to kick off i suppose the the annual spooky season of movies here i don't think it's going to be october <laughs> but we're Fuck. doing it uh and this movie talk to me was something that was on my radar for quite a while because everyone has been... Joe Rogan just said this week, this is the scariest... I can't imagine him being scared watching this What movie. the <laughs> fuck? He God, started waxing poetic about Talk To Me. And, I, you know, his taste is very questionable. He liked the Oliver Anthony song, too, you know. But um, do you have any thoughts on that, Mario? On on what? On Oliver this, Anthony as a musician, I guess. The, the red-headed man from the, yeah. the wilderness? The CIA agent posing as a wilderness man, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not like extremely surprised by something like a phenomenon like that happening. 
mm-hmm. with um you know the my, the, yeah. the, the, my facebook minded yeah small-minded yeah, conservatives <laughs> yeah, my, my facebook feed of uh local uh yokels lately that i've you know i i end up seeing and as you know they love they just love to post about shit like that like they can't stop so like there's enough people like that where yeah dude like you know there's enough there's enough of there's enough of everybody to have one pop off Mm -hmm. you know like there's Mm -hmm. enough people for a bad bunny there's enough people for a fucking oliver oliver twist whatever (laughs) (laughs) what it lasted what like a week five days right well he started alienating and he's also just seems dumb because he got paid 120,000 and then canceled the venue when he found out it was like $100 tickets. It's like nobody should ever spend $100 on tickets to my show. Oh my god, and they were all willing to pay that too. I'm sure just to support yeah. whatever. Sold out. Sold out. But um yeah, no. So <laughs> back on this. Yeah, I saw Joe Rogan did post on Instagram about talk to me this past week and he I'm was talking about how spooky and scary it was. I was like, Joe wow. Rogan must have been insanely fucking high when he watched yeah. it then. Yeah, that's the only that's the only thing I could imagine is is how this movie captured his attention, because it feels very I mean, look, I, I you know, we're going to get into it. But the first 15 minutes did not have me feeling particularly hopeful. And then I saw your letterbox review, Hans, and it seemed very middling at best. Yeah. And I thought, all right, Hans watched it. I'll watch it. We have a show lined up with Mario this week. Why don't we just add I, this to the syllabus? I said, fuck it. I'll go to the movies today. It's still playing in the theater? Yeah, by, well, I live next to a super ghetto theater, but they still got it. And uh, I was I was a lone wolf in there today at noon. And uh, yeah, I definitely got that kind of uh, overall. I kind of got that, you know, the movies that they put out for the middle school kids to like, like you know that mar that target market where it's like the younger kids um that want to go you know their parents fucking give them 20 bucks and they want to go do something with their friends like it felt like that kind of movie i was almost surprised that it was r right mm-hmm. and i mean i guess it was a little violent but um it's r for the wrong reason though hard R. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, what was R about it, really? Yeah, what was for real? Like, I mean, it was they curse violence. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, that was they, about it. I think they say cunt once, but that's just Australian. That's isn't Australian. It? Yeah. yeah, that's like saying buddy over there. Yeah, well, because of the crazy frog ringtone, that was pretty offensive to me. <laughs> they were I mean, singing, the violence. They, they were the, singing. Some of the violence is pretty intense. We're singing the... Sia and they're 14, right? That was pretty believable too. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like that gay, but, gay bestie <laughs> scene. Like the gay, but the, her and the gay bestie just let it rip in the car as soon as they started driving. I was like, hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I felt like it probably reminded me of like, a, it almost reminded me of Smile in a way. Like like the mm. overall kind of like vibe and like really, uh, you know, high production, uh, modern uh, teenage horror. It kind of felt like a smile, but I think I think I'm the only person on the internet that ever defended Smile. I thought it was a fucking good time at the movies. And, no, uh, I I think I think the reception of Smile was relatively positive, at really? least initially when it came out. I remember people were talking about, oh, this this is also the spooky movie of the week. The, you know, this is actually important. And then yeah. that faded out pretty quick. All I kept thinking when I saw that little gay guy was. You know, I had to take a picture of this here. Oh. This is him in the ICU. Spoilers. I kept thinking, he looks exactly like Rusty Cage. <laughs> so, Rusty Cage and Omega Fish Corp kind of has a very similar look to this. But I kept really? thinking that um, when his face was fucked up. That that seems pretty hardcore. There you go. There's Rusty. Oh, nice. I'm not trying to badmouth Rusty at all. This is about his makeup, if anything. He just has similar shaped face, I guess, here. Well... So um, talk to me. The, this, this movie was directed by two YouTubers. This is a YouTube movie. We should be doing this with Monkey Jones. Oh, what? All right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. I Are you familiar? That. Either of you familiar with the, the channel? No. I believe the channel is called no. Raka Raka. Is, was this their first? Um, this wouldn't be their directorial debut, would it? I don't know. Um, I think they might have had something a little less professional before then. No, it is their it's their film debut, but they had directed a number of YouTube videos that I guess were high concept. 
uh, before. And I know this because I listened to their episode of the Impulsive Podcast where they were talking about, oh, Logan, you you ghosted us when we were trying to direct something with you in it three years ago. Don't you wish you would produce this movie? And he had to be like, yeah, I wish I produced it, like trying to be friendly. And then I think he did the podcast halfway through. He should have been shaking the hand and talk to me, dude. <laughs> what did you what did you guys think of the whole concept of this movie? Because I'll be honest with you, again, those first 15 minutes where it was like, oh, this is a social media trend movie, I guess. I wasn't with that. And then I think once they veered away from it, they got me. And I, I started enjoying it much more. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in on the first scene, like the party scene with the knife and the brother. What's his name? Uh, whatever the brother's name. I think it was Tito. Yeah. When Tito uh, was rescued from that bedroom, from that <laughs> evil bedroom where nothing was happening. He was just shirtless. Yeah. And then, and then he just stab his brother or something i was like okay i like this as an intro i like this as like a like a set like a setup and then they started introducing the characters and i was out <laughs> immediately i was like oh god i can't yeah take another movie where the main character is just wholly unlikable and, and any uh, like dude yeah any shot of comic relief kind of just like dipped off like they could not keep that up like I mean, like, I think a good a good horror movie like that, those little funny bits can pop back in. And, like, they were going for it for, you know, the first 15 minutes. There was little moments that were supposed to be a little funny. But then they totally uh, abandoned that and got tried to get real, real serious, like, the whole time. Well, that's most of the movie to me, right? Try, they start with something and they just abandon it for other reasons. And then uh. it just not, you know, it doesn't really close anything it sets up a bunch of things and then they do whatever they want with the main character and uh a lot of holes that are not closed and then it yeah. just ends yeah I, I mean okay so just to rewind a little bit so you like the opening scene where you kind of got your little short film version of the yeah. movie i kind of feel like and i i understand why directors do this and maybe i did it too um I think that's so played out now. I think it's so mm. played out with horror movies where it's like, here's here's the movie condensed in its own little version here. And then here's the rest of the movie. Here's what we're actually yeah. So it's kind of like, you don't trust your audience to have any sort of faith in what's going to happen um, later in the film without showing them up front what they're getting. But, yeah, like it follows it. Yes, it, I mean, a lot of these movies did. I think all the A24 horror movies do this. And then I was thinking back to like The Exorcist, which is not a great way to open a movie where you have like 12 minutes in Iraq and he's just walking around <laughs> in the sand. Yeah. That was bad, but it's the best yeah. movie of, of of the genre, in my opinion, anyway. And Yeah, Spooky Statue, can... right? That's how it starts. Oh, Spooky yes. Statue. And then nothing and it's not even wow. spooky it's just a yeah. statue it's a yeah. dirty dusty statue and maybe there's like a weird looking arab woman somewhere you know so that that's it you know but i think to have the faith in your audience that you're going to deliver something they're going to like it they're going to respond to it and not blow a little bit of your load in the first 15 minutes is a very courageous decision to make in today's film environment and they did not abide by it and i didn't like I did not like the opening to this movie. I liked everything else that had followed with it. And I appreciated a lot of the ambiguity regarding the ending and whether or not the, the lead character here is maybe imagining things or if she's partially possessed or maybe, you know, whatever the, the, the situation might be. Um, it was very unclear, basically. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that. Yeah, they never banded together. You're, I was waiting for like, oh, are all the kids gonna band together? Like in, you know, like a nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street or something. Like, yeah, like when do they get together? It's like they just hand her the hand. They're like, go, <laughs> go fix this shit. Well, that's that's one of my my issues with it too, and and why I couldn't root for the character because I I just felt like she was kind of a piece of shit, and everyone was just letting her get away with being a piece of shit instead of just being like, go away. Well, you know, like I, I at think... so many points they could have just been like, all right, you you've showed us what a piece of shit you are. In you my opinion, that go. that's to the benefit of the movie because you have this sort of character that is supposed to be likable. Like she's not really doing anything. I think socially, anyway that would make her off-putting to 
anyone in a very direct manner, but she's selfish. And she's just like one of those shitty friends that you like, but they always disappoint you and they always fuck up and make mistakes and they just cause havoc. They cause chaos and you try, you want to entertain whatever they're saying because they're likable to you, but you know, you got to fucking, you got to get rid of them. That's what the keep, character is. I don't keep friends like that. Uh, Lores, I think you need to be. <laughs> well, that's yeah, why that's old true. boys end you know? Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to completely bash it because I did like the visual style of it. And I liked a lot of the visuals that they used, but story-wise and just character-wise i just couldn't and I, i also felt like a lot of the things that happened were very predictable and you you can see them coming a mile away like with the little brother when he got possessed i immediately mm. said oh it's gonna be her mom so that's how and then she says her little girl name or whatever and I was but what's, like, what's really? the takeaway with that because i think if it was really predictable it'd be like the mom is just a good spirit among all these bad spirits, but it's like, is the mom fucking evil? Is the mom like actually not good? Not a good, is she a Well, demon? no, they say it. They say that they can fake, right? They say the spirits can fool you. They can lie. They they said that. And then the spirit didn't even look like her mom at all. It just looked like like a a man in, <laughs> in a wig. Uh, and then acting not the way that that character was acting or whenever we would see a flashback we were completely different and she was like oh this is my mom even though we set up that you know they can fake or they can pretend to be another spirit so that's well let's add to the fact that these spirits seem to exist in a purgatory of some kind it did actually you know you referenced nightmare on elm street mario when they cut to the boy being trapped in that yeah. It That's reminded cool. me of the uh, there's like a, a rape scene in four or five where the nun mother of Freddy Krueger is getting groped and taken down by like 50. What is it? A thousand maniacs, 100 maniacs, something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. She gets locked in the, the asylum and they swarm her. That's what that reminded me of um, that quick cutaway. But I mean, if she killed herself, then she would probably be in purgatory if we are to follow the logic of christianity or something i don't know but well, we wouldn't know because at the end we don't know if she did or not right right at the end it was just could this become the zoomer nightmare on elm street could this <laughs> franchise could this franchise i think it's more more zoomer final destination than ah yes yes nightmare on elm street totally it it felt very uh barbarian to me where i think i wanted to like it and i just couldn't get into it at all and I i'll tell you what i did like i like that trans bully i like that. oh yeah. <laughs> i was like oh hell yeah i was like finally the native like, going they... for it yeah like yeah. the meanest the meanest one mm -hmm. was just fucking doing whatever whatever they wanted yeah it was very I was confused uh... i was very confused by that i thought i thought the one i thought the the one girl was actually dating the trans bully and then her boyfriend daniel or whatever is just like he shows up he's just some dude and i was like wait are we sure it was it was a trans i thought it was just a like a bull knife, to be honest with you i thought it was just a very tough lady oh i have no idea truck dude. driver yeah. lady i don't know maybe it was it's been a big I'm... year for trans and horror between i guess maybe this and evil dead rise <laughs> maybe you know? oh dude yeah evil dead was going off the fucking walls dude wait, was oh, yeah. there a trans in that which Dude, there was like I, four different. There was like three or four different types of children in there. Yeah, family. I don't know. Hans, it was whichever one you found hottest. Okay, all of them. Uh, I I don't. I honestly don't remember much about that movie. It really just came and went for me. I enjoyed it, but it was like, yeah, I don't. I barely remember anything that happened in it. Evil Dead Rise. I had the opposite effect when watching, where I enjoyed the first twenty minutes of it, and then. Once it actually got into what the movie was, I, I stopped enjoying it. It felt very by the numbers for me. Um, she's yeah. an actor and an activist. Of course. That's her bio. Starts like that. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> well, what was what was another problem you had with the movie? Um, either of you, really, because it seems like the lack of clarity is a big thing for you hans or like the lack of enjoyability of the lead character but i don't think she was aggressively annoying in any sort of uh 
like a, it, you know, there was never a veneer. I think of, well, she's supposed to be likable, but she's not likable underneath. It was just she's a fuck up. Yeah, I just, I guess, uh, I, I couldn't suspend disbelief uh, on the fact that everyone's just putting up with her shit. Even the mom, when the little boy shows up to the hospital all fucked up, and then she's like leave go away you did this and i was like yeah finally someone's stepping up to this girl and then she comes back and she's like oh no never mind i it's my fault i this is i and i was like what 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 just happened is this actually happening or is, is she imagining this you know like it was a lot of just that of like am i supposed to believe that everyone's just letting her get away with everything or yeah. is she just imagining this thing it, i don't think it was clear enough on that same with like the the shocking uh, toe sucking thing. And I was like, okay, so is she actually seeing these things? Is she not? I don't think, I don't think the rules were set up properly for you to know which one it was. And that ambiguity feel like it works in some settings, but for this one, I just couldn't get into. The rules were a little murky. Yeah, I think, I mean, to what I was saying before, where you don't know if she's imagining it or maybe it like triggered schizophrenia in her or something because her mom was off kilter, clearly. I don't know. You you know, they do leave a lot of questions unanswered, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with all of that because I think horror movie, the biggest crime that horror movies do these days is over explaining every aspect and not leaving any sort of mystery to what they unfold in front of you. So even if it comes across a little bit sloppy, I'm I'm okay with that compared to, well, we're going to explain, you know, something like It Follows. Like, imagine if they just broke down why that's happening, exactly why that's, that, that would be so lame. Yeah. You know, and they did that with like movies like um, Insidious or, or, you know, all those paranormal movies. Paranormal Activity, I think, is the biggest offender because the simplicity of just, it's a haunted house. That works perfectly. Then when you get into, well, there's actually a portal here and there are witches that have lived in the house for several centuries. I don't fucking care. Shut up. Just and, make make the dresser drawer open. And then just, the Amish. Just have the window fall shut. Right? And, and then the Amish or have, the Amish. A, yeah. have a farm. So, and the farm is hunted somehow because Satan was an Amish. And it's racist, of course. Right. You know? So racism's the the seed of the horror that comes out and evolves into ghosts. Is that what Did killed that franchise or is that still going do you know that i don't think it killed it i think it was a failed revival uh, sorry mary didn't mean to cut you off there no no you're good i uh i thought when the opening started i thought they were remaking do you remember that viral video of like the australian kid like wearing sunglasses with his shirt <laughs> open that like just like through a huge house party Corey, yeah. Corey. i think what was his name Corey. Like, take Something. off the glasses yeah that kid yeah <laughs> i was like Corey worthington I was like, "Oh shit, are they are they re fucking are they are they doing this right now?" I was all I, I was all excited for a second, and then the whole like these kids are like, "Oh, we're gonna put this all on our Snapchats," and like this shit is crazy fun. I'm like, I guess Australians like are pretty fucking crazy because like I'm like thinking about this like, dude, these kids are actually fucking nuts. Like they're like getting high off this uh, they're like getting high off this demon, and like they're you know they're uh. I guess, I guess I guess they're just like on Snapchat though. Like their friends are just like seeing it. Like mm -hmm. that would be way more of a, uh, you know, more of like a TikTok viral thing probably. But I mean, I guess they could just be crazy fucking Australian kids. But um, yeah, I had to I had to I had to kind of get used to that for a second. I was like, okay, so they're going, they're meeting up over and over to do this, uh, to do this thing. Okay, and uh, I mean. I, for some reason, I kept thinking of, like, where I would put this with, like, other, I think because I saw it in theaters, I was thinking about, like, other modern horror shit that I saw in theaters, and I was thinking about, like, uh, Bones and All, and I, I probably kind of liked this a little bit more than when I went to the theater to see that, but then I also think that I still liked uh, Smile a little bit more, but, um, I mean, it was still, it, it was still, like, I wasn't pissed that I, like, fucking went out to see it or anything like it was, wait is this the is this the guy now this yeah this is him now he looks like mickey no. rourke now no way damn he evolved yeah dude, he ain't he ain't taking off the glasses anytime soon <laughs> well good good to know he's thriving i know they threw him on a season of australian big brother and he quit on 
like the, his second day in the house. That's all I know after he, that infamous viral video. Um, what do you think about Luca Guadagnino, Mario? Because I'll tell you, Bones and All did not really do it for me. And I like him as a director. I kind of warmed to his remake of Suspiria on a second viewing after getting over. Okay. Dude, that's something I need to rewatch because I was one so fucking drunk when I went to go see that movie. And it was like, you know, long as fuck. I was shit faced. And I really don't. I just remember thinking like uh, when they would do like the, the scenes with the original actress. Um, I remember like all the old people shit in the movie was like kind of pissing me off. But I think I was just fucking I was just a little fucked up. But I was like. Dude, I was like, this is, I was like, why do they keep going back to these old people? I was like, I don't like this. And yeah. I didn't even realize Mia Goth was in the movie. I got to rewatch that whole thing because, uh, but I don't know if I've seen anything else by that, uh, by this director, really. He's got a new movie coming out soon with Zendaya, which is the tennis film where she's getting, uh, you oh. know, double stuffed by those two young guys who are then going to play 40 years old or something in the same movie she you know they're going to try and dress her up to be an older lady at a Ew, dude. <laughs> yeah. i don't want to see no fucking double seven dude <laughs> it's very uh clean doubles with her right? no so um yeah no i i don't know the suspiria movie though i think for me anyway because I enjoy the visuals of who doesn't enjoy the visuals of the original Suspiria. Once right. I got it out of my head, like, oh, this is going to be its own thing. And we're going to have Tilda Swinton dressed up as an old man in a latex face. Okay. Once I could get into that, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. And I think he's a pretty solid director, but uh, Bones and All didn't do it for me. That's yeah. Guy, right? mm -hmm. I, I think I fell asleep watching suspiria and i never tried again because of the length of it it really put me off <laughs> sitting there for two and a half hours i gotta uh, fucking dude i gotta go back and see the chamolet's fucking debut dude because i've never seen anything that I, like i liked with this guy so i think i need to see something where i can just like not hate this man because like i i've never seen any, him in anything that i'm like oh fuck yeah chamolet just fucking killed it but i've never seen call me by your name he's good um, in that I mean, he doesn't have that sort of wow factor that a lot of the old movie stars had. He has the name factor. He's got that where like people will be like, oh, yeah, Timothy Chalamet in the same way that they might DiCaprio. But like he doesn't have any juice behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't go. I got to go to the theater and see the new Chalamet movie the way that you might you might for DiCaprio or you would for Jack Nicholson or somebody like that. Yeah, um, he's very the same, I feel like. Right. Did you see that that uh, Wonka trailer where mm -hmm. he's playing Willy Wonka now and it just feels like him? Like yeah. he's not really giving much of a performance. It's no, it's no Johnny Depp or uh, Gene Wilder, especially not Gene Wilder, who did so great at that performance. He just seems like, oh, cool, Chalamet dressed in purple. That's uh, that's fun, I guess. They should have got John C. Riley to play Wonka. <laughs> That would have been better. At least he has range, right? At least he can be like a weirdo. He's got they should have got hair. Johnny Depp to be older with him. <laughs> oh, God. Just his boozing. Missing teeth. Yes. Yeah, just eat. He ate chocolate. <laughs> he ate chocolate so long. He's got fucking nub, little brown nub teeth. He's beating the children. Oh, my God. Drunk. Amazing oh. and terrifying. That would be very inspired. Maybe when Wonka goes into the public domain and. 25 years that'll be Fuck something yeah. to do that that sounds a lot better than oh who's the oompa loompa it's hugh grant everybody Can, hey that's it's so hugh fucking grant. weird dude did you guys have to suffer through any trailers before this film like i did trailers oh what's it well no. i uh well we get special screeners from the academy don't we Han? Huh? so oh, yeah. no well, i didn't, didn't have to you didn't have to watch like a, a camcorder version <laughs> no, no trailers no uh, no, I got a very clean, nice-looking 1080p copy of this movie. Yeah. So I did that very with Elvis, nice. and I think that's the last time I remember. That was do really that. not good. And yeah, there was, <laughs> was like no other mistake. choice. Yeah, I had to see the trailer for Priscilla in the theater, and I had to see a trailer for a musical called Dicks or Cox or something with Megan The Stallion just like twerking all over the place. It was insanity. Like I was like, my brain was just melting before this movie even fucking started. It's like a a musical by the director of Borat about two gay guys that their boss is Megan Stallion and she's like really sassy and in, in the office. 
it's called dicks or cocks oh dicks. wow yeah sounds dude sounds like every it, other comedy i felt like someone jackhammered my fucking temple from both sides before the movie even started i was like this is this is rough Should and I that's pull, that's what i mean i, I guess would that be appealing to zoomers this felt like distinctly gen z this oh, movie. they were trying super, super hard. It's, even with those two little kids trying a cigarette for the first time. First of all, that should have been a vape. Those kids would never touch a fucking cigarette in a million years. Yeah. But they they had the dialogue down, you know, fucking try hard, whole ass try hard, all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. This was the first, I think, like full on Zoomer, like heavy, heavy, heavy handed Zoomer film um, that I think I've ever seen in theaters. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't really. I, it, it's probably because the directors are both like thirty years old, and the entire cast is young people, right? You're getting a lot of that, and anything else that that tries to convey that is coming from an older perspective and isn't quite one to one with whatever the reality of that is. But I found that very off putting. Is all of these characters at the house party, how they were communicating with each other, and yeah. just like the the very as you said, try hard nature of, of some of these characters was just grating. Um, so I was very ready to see some people have their faces smashed in by, by demons and just, just shut the fuck up, just go suffer. And they did suffer, or at least mm-hmm. one kid suffered a bit. By the way, the trailer for dicks is horrendous. <laughs> do not dude. Don't even fuck around with that trailer right now, dude. It is oh, fuck. It's... Is that an A24 gem? Yeah. Oh, is it yeah yeah oh, it's all right it, it looks insufferable just horrible do you want me to pull that 10 seconds of it first 10 seconds th- that's all you need i just all right like, all right but I'm, put it on I'm, mute keep it on okay. mute because i don't want this to get uh you know copy right i don't know if you saw my face but i was just listening to it and just like oh, all right <laughs> we're taking a look at dicks no relation to the what was it 1997 film dick with michelle williams Okay. There's a man with long hair and werewolf teeth, a bowl cut guy. I'm assuming these are the two gay guys. Yeah. Yes. My I thought this lady. was I thought this was like a rent remake first that when it first started. There's Megan the Stallion. Um, and then she she Hulk comes in and tells him, You better get you better get to it, boys. Uh when did when did gay guys stop caring about their fashion or their <laughs> looks? That's what I'm wondering yeah. here. Yeah. When what was the other bros? Was that the movie? Yeah. Well, think about it. Gay guys used to be Rock Hudson. Now it's this. Now it's big veneers, long hair, bowl cut. And that and that, that was Bobby Trendy. I wish Bobby Trendy made an appearance in this fucking film, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they're like two gay bros that like uh, got separated at birth or something. Like it's like sister, sister, but like <laughs> gay dudes. And uh, then they tried to get their parents to fuck again. And the whole time, Megan the Stallion's just like twerking them to death. So, all right, we have Nick Offerman in there too to just round things out. Yeah. Speaking of gay guys, you know, Hugh Jackman just got divorced from his oh, 60-year-old wife big recently. News. Big news coming. I Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, he's Uh-oh. coming out. Yeah, he's coming out next week. I said, be free, Wolverine. Do you think he's going to do that before Deadpool comes out, though, or after? Or do you Ooh. think there's going to be a little bit of a something there with I don't Wolverine? Know. They're going to make Wolverine a little... Yeah. They might. They might. Honestly, it would not be above Disney or Marvel to do that at all. Imagine so, the nerd rage that would happen if they make the most what masculine little guy in Marvel universe, and then all of a sudden he's a little. The, the I know it would be like finding out Baz Luhrmann is actually gay. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. married man like that with children couldn't fathom it. Couldn't dare other, fathom. Who's the other guy fucking that old lady? The kick-ass kid yeah aaron johnson well i don't i don't i don't think he's gay i think there's a (laughs) there's a epidemic of these young guys especially when they pop off early like bo burnham is another one where they just get comfortable with a mommy they like their mommy wife 
who's 50 years yeah. old and takes care of all the bills and everything and they can just spend the money and be famous and i think yeah. he's probably one of them they're always trying to feed you which mm -hmm. is uh, very off-putting if you ever came across a mommy wife that goes like are you sh you sure you don't want to stop or something and i'm like just drive <laughs> this is fucking weird as hell <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, I uh, yeah, can we take a look here? That's nice. Damn, she has a sour looking face, huh? She looks <laughs> like she looks like you just did the talk to me and she just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> How did she die? What happened to her? Oh man. Yeah. Well, she's got some, you know, color in her cheeks. She's got bright eyes in the one from 2009. And then, uh, you know, it was probably a cool thing for him at the time. He's like, damn, I'm 19 years old. I'm dating this 34-year-old. Then he's 28 and she's 47. He's, he's got to think about the two kids that she had with her, her ex-husband. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> a young man, a young man, uh, Milflex is a, is a, it's a high, it's, it's prestige. But then, you know, that might only, that might only, that might sour after a few years. You know, five years later, ten years later, that's you're you're in Grandmaville. That's yeah. a way to put it: the souring, the sour, <laughs> the milk. You know, the milk sour. Yep, uh, I think that's the new A twenty four horror movie. <laughs> the sour, the sour, sour milkers by A twenty four. That's the comedy. That's the musical comedy, of course, with all the milfs trying to fuck young guys. Oh my god, we'll get Doja Cat in that one for mm -hmm. sure. Um. All right. Do we have anything else to say about Talk to Me, the the hit movie of of the year? Well, the new ninety five percenter. They're doing a sequel, right? Talk there's to a, me. Yeah. A, yeah. Talk to me again. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of two in the title of a movie, I just watched Teen Wolf recently on archive.org. No, just Teen Wolf. But oh, I was nice. thinking about Teen Wolf too, and I was like, I don't like Teen Wolf. This movie stinks. So that was my reaction to Teen Wolf. What do you think about Teen Wolf? fellas Never seen i have it. not seen it i haven't seen it since i was um maybe a, a teen wolf myself it's they should bring time. back they should do like a cg michael j fox for the new <laughs> teen wolf. shaky wolf <laughs> like um like how they did the cg nick cage or christopher reeve for the flash you know they could do that with him spoilers mario hasn't seen it oh i'm I sorry i might watch mario. it tonight well i was gonna not now, anymore. <laughs> now you don't have to <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, no, there's plenty I, of I other save cameos, it. You know? I might save it for the road. It's good. It's good-ish. I like it. Who's in the second Teen Wolf movie? That's uh, what's Jason his name? Bateman. Bateman, right. Now, it's a very Teen confusing Wolf's... timeline. There's Teen Wolf. Then they did Teen Wolf 2. Then they did Teen Witch, which was a spinoff. That failed. It made $34,000 at the box office. And then... Sabrina? No, no, no. Sabrina? That was, um, that's like an Archie comic that they adapted into the 90s show and then a, a reboot of that. I've never heard of Teen Wolf. Sabrina Wolf's. used to hang out with Casper, the friendly ghost, I think. Or Wendy, I'm thinking of. Never mind. Different one. But they did the Teen Wolf MTV series, and now there's a movie of that that is called Teen Wolf the movie, but that's kind of insincere because we already had a Teen Wolf the movie. Well, but that's horny, right? That's like horny teens. Yeah, teen big Wolf. red wet dicks. It's not. It's not this. No, Damn, they used to just cast anybody in anything back then. Yeah, dude, be just like some guy's girlfriend. Could just yep. be some some chick. Someone sucked her way into a role. Uh, I, you know, she. God, Jason Bateman, such a cornball. I did not know he was in this movie, dude. Look at yeah. that face. Whoa. I started. Um, she looked like Linda Blair. That just reminded me. I also watched a little bit of Sarah T. Portrait of a Teenage Alcoholic. Which, what the hell is that? It was a TV movie starring Linda Blair, and it actually has like a stacked cast. Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World is in it, and okay. this is what was shocking to me at the end of the credits. It said directed by Richard Donner. And I was like, "Whoa! All right, I guess I got to stick this out." And really? um, yeah, and like she has like alcoholic swinger parents or something, and they're very loose with how they run things around the household. There you go. Oh shit! I think I might have. I think I might have put this on, but I was like waiting for her to like pop up and like she like never. I don't know if she like is she in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, then yeah. I, I might have put something else on. 
that had her on the cover. It auto played on my YouTube and I decided to keep it on because just because Richard Donner did direct it. It was two years before Superman, the movie, William Daniels, Larry Hagman. There were a couple of other names in the, in this cast here and it was kind of poorly acted. I'm not going to lie. This was after the exorcist. That's a great poster. <laughs> She's in That's the bottle. sick. <laughs> when you're in the bottle, you're really, you're in it. <laughs> she was in it. Uh, yeah, are you are you Did excited he, at all for? Go ahead. Sorry, Hans. Go ahead. Did she have like a abuse problem, like a substance abuse problem too? Well, yeah, she started dating Rick James in the late seventies. So, uh, what, whoa. what do you think is going to happen? That was around the time of Exorcist too. Is maybe that's why she took that movie, dude. In the Rick James, James doc, in the Rick James doc, they say he didn't even fuck women. He just like liked to videotape other guys fucking them, and like he'd come up with like a belt and like get, get give her a smack on the ass, and like he was like heavy and <laughs> he was like heavy into filming. Wow. And like he's, they were like, well, why didn't jacking? And they were yeah. like, well, why didn't he fuck anybody? And he was like, oh, he was too paranoid from cocaine. Like he didn't trust anyone enough to like fuck them, but he would like, uh, he liked to watch other people just go go at it. So it's kind of like when you know, back in olden times, the king would be like, I need you to taste my pea soup to make sure it's not poison. So yeah, they were just taste testing his girlfriend over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. It video. was a fun. It was a fun documentary. His kids talk about like waking up and like just stepping over passed out girls to go to school and shit. And you're just like, oh my god, dude. That's very Little Richard of him. Little Richard was arrested for watching his girlfriend get banged out in his car. I have heard 50s. about that. I have heard about that one. So well, Little Richard was another like Liberace, right? Where hosts of uh, late Man. night shows would be like. So what about the ladies? And they'd be like, oh, they're there. You know, <laughs> you know how I do. And I'm looking for a Sarah TVHS because I was going to say, oh, now this is your going to be your next purchase. But it seems like they only released it in somewhere in Europe because <laughs> it's not. Wow. Mark Hamill. That's right. I forgot Mark Hamill was in it. Damn. She looks so sinister there. They were really trying to get uh... that exorcist base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got a bottle instead of Sarah a T. crucifix. Like, we're gonna have one. you, we're gonna have you throw up from the booze in bed, you know, and you're gonna have alcoholic tremors that shake the bed. <laughs> that would have been very brilliant marketing on their behalf to try and do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I are you excited at all for this Exorcist movie that's coming out, Exorcist Believer? Um, you know, I was, you know, a big, I was a big uh, supporter of that Halloween of that Halloween franchise. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm stoked to see it. I mean, I, uh, I mean, the trailer, the, yeah, the trailer's got me interested enough to go check it out. But um, I don't know. Hopefully, there's something. Uh, hopefully, there's something like not in the trailer that like is gonna be. I hope there's some something secret, you know. Like there's, I hope there's a there's a shift that they're not really uh, alluding to in the trailer or something. Like some some surprise would be great. You know. I posted a clip of us talking, like lamenting a lot of the changes in this film. And then someone in the comment section wrote a very lengthy reply that was like, I think you guys are going to be surprised. I just got out of a test screening two weeks ago. And then they proceeded to ruin the movie. For yeah. <laughs> they, they spilled all the secrets of Exorcist Believer that are not in the trailer. Um, and I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot. I, yeah, I was going to give it a shot. Did they like at least say it was like ruled? Like it was good? They, yes. They yeah. said it's the best one aside from the first one. Whoa. That's Which what brought me back people... because your spoiler, I was like, okay, so I'm just going to skip this. I'm mm -hmm. not going to watch this. But then after reading, after spoiling it for myself, I was like, all right. I think they ended it with like, I wouldn't let my 17 year old watch it or something like that. And it's like, okay, that I'm back in, I guess. Yeah, so they specifically noted like a lot of people have Exorcist three as like this is the one good sequel to the Exorcist franchise, but this right. they they found Exorcist Believer to be better than that. Which, okay, all right, we'll find out. It comes out the same day as William Friedkin's final movie, The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. On I think it'll be on Paramount Plus. It's interesting to see like uh, like David Gordon Green like. Uh... Like, is he, you, I wonder in the future if it's going to be, 
because when you think about like the most legendary horror directors like you know they all had their own like you know they had their own original thing that like that that's why we think of them like mm -hmm. you know because they had their own fucking their own halloween their own texas chainsaw massacre their own fucking exorcist you know like and then like like david gordon green is like gonna be killing it on remakes it's like how does that how does that in the future like how will we look at those uh him as a director compared to like you know when people cite all these legends of uh you know back in the day it's like they cite their original pieces so like when somebody's like killing it at remakes it's like is that gonna be are we are maybe we won't give a shit that much i don't know i don't know that's that's a very good question it's kind of uncharted territory as far as that goes because the only thing that comes to mind as far as that goes is obviously john carpenter with the thing and you don't even think about the original anymore but right. his movies are obviously so tied into the lore of that original film that that seed that spawned the whole franchise at least with the halloween movies and it seems like the the exorcist here since they're referencing a lot of the events of the 1973 film I don't know. That's a very good question. I, I would have to imagine. I do think that his legacy is going to persevere way, way farther than whatever, you know, the director of, um, you know, talk to me for, director, excuse me, might have, you know, barring, you know, they come up with some great films from here on out, which is in, entirely possible. But the way that people are talking about. I don't know, um, you know, David, David what's his name david mitchell who directed it follows we referenced that a couple of times tonight he had a very mm -hmm. big prospective career and a lot of people responded well to both of his movies that were released yeah. widely but he's not a name in the conversation of of horror directors or anything like that i mean who is there jordan peele jordan yeah. peele he might he might have something kind of similar to george romero or john carpenter when all is said and done but yeah. you also have to see how far down the line these guys go in terms of their their longevity because you can you can bottom out pretty quick. Like yeah, John Landis you, was was not making movies that were palatable by the '90s. So, what do you what do you think about a Skarsgård getting like every like uh, face paint like clown role? Like, you think he's gonna turn out to be our like our generation's Boris Karloff or something? Or he's just gonna Ooh. keep he's gonna you know, keep he's kind of already that I guess between Pennywise and now Nosferatu and he did the Hemlock Grove Eli Roth show and. There's a lot of stuff like that where, and he's got the the face for it. He's got a very yeah. like distinct. I think he might. Face. Yeah, I I think that 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 that's where that's where it's going, dude. I think that's good too if you're him because you have Stellan, who's like the classic 20th century actor. He worked in Dogma '95 films, and then mm. uh, Alexander is the the hunk, the handsome one. Then Bill, right? It's Bill Skarsgård, uh, is the creepy one. So you mm. just don't want to be the the scars guard that was in Lords of Chaos, who's been completely disregarded and forgotten. Yeah, which one is the wait? Which one is the fucking uh, the fucking dude that was in the Mia Goth movie where they're on fucking the island? Mm. Fuck, what's that movie? That's the um. Fuck, what's his name? I confused their name. Dude, I can't even movie. remember the name of that movie. I really didn't. I really didn't like it that much. That I was like, dude, fuck this. I don't like, I like, it made me not like him uh, as an actor that much. Infinity Pool. Alexander. Infinity Scar Pool, Scar. yeah. Yeah, I did not fuck with that movie, and it made me really, like, I'm, I didn't really fuck with the, his acting at all. I was, like, very uh, super, super, just nothing about that movie. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I've been very neutral to negative on Alexander Skarsgård up until The Northman. The Northman changed my opinion because I, I felt he was very bland and he was just cast to be the generic good-looking guy. Mm -hmm. And he didn't really do anything with any of his roles when he was cast in something that was kind of meaty, like the Straw Dogs remake, for example. He plays uh, yeah. the the ex-boyfriend in that movie. But he was, I mean, I thought he was solid in The Northman and his bit part on Succession, he did the most he could with that. So I don't know, maybe he's just having like a very delayed yeah maybe you know, it was just that, yeah. something about that movie i don't know because i because i'm usually down with like mia goth going off and screaming all crazy and shit but something about it was just fucking i don't know off where i was like i could not give a fuck about if they lived or lived or yeah. died or anything it was trying was too like, hard i think like you, you can tell that it's just okay like i see what yeah, you're was, trying to do but it it didn't feel i don't know it was just very 
blah, whatever. Uh, Alexander was great in The Kingdom. Uh, oh, yes. Not, yeah, that was another one. Uh, Lars I've Rutgers, not seen that. Last season of um, The Kingdom. He was funny in that. He was he, he had a small part in that one, too, but he was he was pretty solid. And um, yeah, I think it's just working with weird directors, very talented, weird directors and not a Brandon Cronenberg, who's maybe trying too hard to be like his dad. Yeah. You know, I think there's that problem there. I didn't really connect with Possessor similarly. I thought back in 2020, it was like, all right, we we have shit for movies. This is not that bad. And I kind of like some of the visuals, but yeah, I yeah. haven't gone back to it. I have no interest in it. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I was looking forward to an Infinity Pool because of how, like, I felt like the trailer went harder than what the movie did. And then when you watch the movie after, it's one of those movies that, that are overhyped it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, 20 people threw up in the theater because, oh, 10 people passed out. And then you watch it, you're just like, why? why? I Because they paid no... people to pass out. They gave, yeah. them, there was they like gave them something to knock out in the theater. And then someone called the theater owner and said, hey, you have passed out people in the eye. That's how they do it. They're That's so how they scared. did with House That Jack Built when that premiered at like the New York Film Festival or something. They just gave somebody something so he would actually pass out <laughs> and it wouldn't be acting. They do that. That's that's that, that's a classic trick. That's yeah, so they good. put out the uh, they put out the dog bags at Ichi the Killer when they dropped that at the festival for the first time. That's that's always oh yeah you you know you have to sign the waiver here that you're not gonna sue us if you die from watching yeah. this movie. Yeah. So it's shit's about movie. to pop off before the end of the year, right? Like before uh, New Year's comes, like like there's some shit like Ferrari Exorcist, like there's fucking a few <laughs> reasons to get your ass in a theater. Napoleon. Napoleon's going to be a good one too. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of interesting movies that are coming out. I think the the one that's most pressing for me is going to be Agro Drift, which I feel like that's going to be not as watchable as I as I would like. Oh, is this we'll the see. fucking uh, Harmony Korine uh, like video game uh, based based yeah, video? I, game? Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know if he even had actors on the set or if this is just some like mid-journey animation manipulation that he did is it, just him? is it just him walking around all crazy <laughs> it could be that it could be that i don't know uh as an artist i feel like I, all right he's oh he you know he's earned my nine dollar ticket at the cinema i'll i'll go take a look at this and we'll we'll see how it goes i have a very checkered history with watching his movies but everything recently i think has been pretty solid i'm pretty much down to watch anybody go nuts like if he's like you know if he's like this is not even a fucking this is not barely even a film you're like what all right fuck sure that sounds yeah. crazy as hell like yeah it's not gonna he, be boring what do you say what was going just going for vibes he's like he listens to you in this podcast he listens to he me. yeah said... he copied the name edgelord yeah I, that that <laughs> makes me mad that still makes me mad i said this before but i've been sitting on this script for my next film cringe lord and what does he do he calls his company edgelord so wow. that's that's the situation there that makes me a little upset but what can you do onward and upward yep faggot anyway <laughs> um so that's a that's a movie i'm looking forward to but um anyway uh final verdict on talk to me since my pizza is surely cold at this point i would like to eat it while it's still a semblance of warm cold um hans you want to go first I'm still a two. I'm still something that I'm not. Don't think I'm gonna rewatch anytime soon. Or will you or see talk to reason. me for the show? I guess depends on if anyone cares. Just like this one, I guess. But I wasn't planning on on seeing this one on, until I started seeing everyone raving about it, and then I was suspicious, and my suspicions were right. So. I don't know. Probably not. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a little funny at the end when like she's fucking lying in the street, and I was like, "Oh, full circle. She's a kangaroo now. Mm, <laughs> they turned yeah. the Australian girl. <laughs> they turned her into the kangaroo at the end. Oh wait, no, she's not. She's actually living inside the fucking spooky hand. Okay. I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll. I'll be revisiting this uh, franchise, but yeah, I'm gonna go like pretty middle, maybe a little over the middle, like a six, like a little past the five mark. Yeah, I think the most off-putting thing to me was that they ended on the music they did, which was very Zoomer music, very just generic shit sound music. Like, oh, wow. 
yeah, you could you Australian couldn't do something a little rap. classy australian rap Our australian rap is very uk rap or all oh, that guy's a like two, two plus yeah. two is four yeah, yeah, <laughs> two, yeah. plus, two plus five is two plus five is six big shack i think like, is his name yeah i'm like what the fuck is going on in england dude just counting <laughs> they're just like counting in chalk on the street <laughs> they're just like doing gang banging counting yeah uh um, all right I, I I like the movie enough. I think it's fine for a horror movie, especially a modern horror movie. There's definitely problems with it that I wish would be ironed out. And I I don't know. It's a mixed bag, but I think it's an easy watch. It didn't overstay its welcome. And the effects look good. I thought the effects were, were pretty solid. True uh, that. The eye, you know, him trying to pull his own eye out, that made me wince for a half that second. That was good. You know, yeah. that, was, that was great. Uh, yeah, I think just know what you're getting into and have low expectations. You might enjoy it. Don't listen to the 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, which really? has been outed for being uh, fraudulent anyway, because no one listens to it anymore. Letterboxd has more authority, more more sway in getting people to show up to the theater. So yep. that's that. Okay, Mario, thank you so much for, for coming on. And um, thank you. I want to just give your tour dates again real quick. Oh fuck! I, I can't read all that shit out right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Iowa and then Colorado and then like all of California, up and down. Never been to fucking Northern California. Don't know what it's like. Don't know what kind of people are there. You're gonna find out. And uh, it's basically a California tour. But you know what kind of people you find there? Jerry, that kind of people. This oh yeah, I'm gonna Jerry. see Jerry. So he yeah. lives like North California. So so Jerry like people is who lives in Dude, North yeah, California. He will, he, he will be there. I will chill with Jerry at least uh, at least one night. He's that'll out. that'll be good. That'll be an experience. It'll you should go to Ferndale. Life. What is that? Is how his his hometown? No, uh, Ferndale is where they shot the original Salem's Lot, but it's also the hometown of one Guy Fieri. So whoa, yeah double hit jesus christ i might have to make the stop yeah of course who wouldn't who wouldn't want, like to see ferndale with his population of two thousand people and there's a church there and and that's about it yep <laughs> all right that's been movies <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs>